0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to My Ties at Sunset. I'm Ty.
1: And I'm Mai. And I set an intention that we're going to have an amazing conversation today and that we embed good energy so that whenever you listen to it, you will always feel the good energy that comes up from our conversation. And we're going to have a lot of fun.
0: That's right. Happy Aloha Friday. And it is Pow Do you have your drink ready?
1: Drink ready. I have mine. I don't know if mine's going to be. Oh, yeah.
0: There we go. So today we were going to talk about some kind of interesting topics that a lot of people have been bringing up about Hawaii. And I think you have a lot of experience with it. So can you tell us a little bit about real estate and how that's going? I mean, we always see those things in the news, like people are buying up real estate, but it's actually not locals. It's uh, more international people. So can you tell us more about real estate in Hawaii?
1: Well, Hawaii has a very interesting market. Because we're islands, we don't actually have a lot of land space. So real estate can actually be very costly. Um, I just checked, in fact, today that the median sales price for houses in Hawaii is around 900000 Okay. Which on top, well, and that on top of our living expenses um, can be... You know, quite costly. So it's not really the most affordable place to live. And um, I thought that maybe because there's a lot of talk about things shifting to be a more seller's market and that prices might start coming down. Um, I think that's not going to happen for Hawaii for at least a few more years. We're usually like behind what the mainland, the nation is doing. Um, But we have, I mean, right now there is great interest rates. So a good interest rate will balance out your mortgage payment, even though your purchase price is high. Um, It's still kind of a seller's market. So inventory is really low. And especially if you want to live in certain parts of the island. And I wanted, I know that we spoke earlier and I had to say, wait, save it for the podcast. I also looked. There are some places, you know, you can get um, an apartment in Waikiki for $280,000 around there. Um,
0: But that does not include a parking space or air conditioning or any type of uh, lift. No elevators.
1: yeah, and so different neighborhoods have different personalities. It kind of really depends on what you're looking for. Um, if you're a young family coming to settle in Hawaii, or even if you're a local who's lived here, you know that your most affordable options are on the west side of the island where they have newer developments that are as recent as a few years old. Um, and I think the sales price around there, they you can get something like a small family home for as little as 600000 which isn't too bad. But just know that the sacrifice that you make to live out there, if you have to drive and you work or you go to school at the University of Hawaii in Manoa, that's like a two hour drive <laughs> on our little tiny island <laughs> just to go from Manoa or from Honolulu area to the west side
0: No one wants to live on the west side, no hate to the west side, but the traffic is terrible and they have not finished the rail, which apparently has no completion date at this point. So you're basically like sitting in your car for six hours at a time trying (laughs) to get out to Eva. Eva's beautiful, you know, like the Disney resorts out there. You've got Nana Cooley. You're going all the way out, but it's just so isolated from Mm -hmm. like, you know, where town is basically
1: it is growing it is growing it has it i mean they've been promising this second city the second honolulu out there on the west side for more than 10 years and um there are some government offices out there like the dmv is out there and i know the fbi uh, satellite out there. city hall yeah they well because they have got beautiful new buildings that they can move in instead of the old ones in honolulu um <laughs>
0: are struggling with their air conditioning and their carpeting and and all the things
1: all the things i mean it's it's an island and uh island living but you know traditionally hawaii residents always knew that you could move to the neighbor islands and it would be a lot cheaper unfortunately a lot of oahu realtors who uh we have a little bit more expensive price on oahu specifically because of your proximity and closeness to Honolulu, to Waikiki, to all the dining and the shopping and the conveniences that come with living in a major city um, and the international airport. Then you go to the outer islands and things, your lifestyle, um, just your daily lifestyle becomes a little bit more expensive. Like you're going to pay more for gas. You're going to pay more for groceries. Um, but but the housing, Costco. Most of the islands
0: have Costco's now.
1: Maui does, and the big Is island.
0: It Kauai? Oh, big island, yeah
1: because I'm not sure about Kauai, um definitely not Molokai
0: <laughs> They definitely have a Walmart. I know that for sure. They got a Walmart. I will say for the record and and for people who have not lived in Hawaii, they don't have a chick-fil-A, they don't have a Panera and they don't <laughs> have a sonic or an olive garden, but those things are oh we to be just in the got works. Olive
1: Garden. At Ala oh, Shopping Center. We oh just got an olive garden. But it's
0: so busy all the time.
1: Well, I've I've not ventured out because of the pandemic to our beautiful Ala Shopping Center as of yet. But I did see coverage on the news and people who did brave it, they were in line. There was a line
0: there's all a over line for everything.
1: Yeah, there's a line for Anything everything. Anything that's
0: new and fancy, there's always a line. Like I think when the Dunkin' Donuts opened. Yeah. Down by the airport, it was like insane, and now it's like empty. So. Yeah. It dies down after a bit, right?
1: Yeah. Um But it's just funny
0: to tell people like on the mainland like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: "Oh, there's no Chick-fil-A there or there is no Sonic or there's, you know, there's no like basic things that you would get in most
1: no, most places." Yeah, and I really enjoyed Chick-fil-A when I went and traveled to the mainland. I also really like Chipotle, and I don't have one of those either.
0: Chipotle, yeah. Chipotle would do really well in Hawaii, I feel like. Right in Waikiki. Because there's just so Mm -hmm. many people who know it, and they would just grab it and go.
1: Yeah, I would love to have an In-N-Out.
0: That would be insane. I feel like the line for In-N-Out, it would definitely have to be on the west side, because the line alone Mm
1: -hmm. would be
0: wrapping everywhere, like around (laughs) the entire island, I feel like.
1: I'm not sure The worst place they
0: could put it is in the North Shore.
1: I know. I'm just not sure that they could... um have the same price points that they have on the mainland Probably. just because everything's so much more expensive i mean you come to mcdonald's here and burger king here the prices aren't the same as the mainland and if you ever nope, look no on the commercials menu. yeah look on the commercials there's always an asterisk and it says at the very bottom in small print not necessarily in hawaii or
0: <laughs> alaska
1: alaska hawaii and i think sometimes guam is included <laughs> in that little <laughs> fine print
0: <laughs> oh guam Guam is so pretty, too. I remember coming into that airport, and I was like, this is a small airport, but look at that ocean. Did you ocean spend time in Guam? Property. I did. For the military a little bit, we did like a couple trips to Guam, and, and we we drilled with people from Guam. And I mean, I just remember flying in, and I was like, this is really nice. I think I stopped there on my way to Hong Kong, actually, one time.
1: My dad was over there, and his memory was that the humidity is higher than it is here wow. in Hawaii. And he also said that there are snakes in the trees.
0: Snakes in the trees. That's and they will I would fall on you. Mildly frightened.
1: Of. Yeah, I I would be like very frightened to <laughs> walk under any have
0: trees. A, yeah, have like a snake fall on you. I don't think most people would survive that moment. They probably would like <laughs> have a massive anxiety attack. I think you know when I was looking for real estate over in Hawaii, it was it was tough because you have to make sure that you have a stable career. And I know a lot of people talk about, you know, Hawaii is all about connections just because it is a small island, especially Oahu. Like it's just a small island and you have to, you have to have really strong family connections or you have to like really know that you're going to be in your job for a long time Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: that gets you more of an in as far as real estate. This is from me as a, a buyer, as a shopper, um, You know, a lot of the real estate, it's shocking, you know, like a two bedroom, one bath goes for a million dollars, depending on, you know, where you are, especially on the windward side. And you would look at it and you'd be like, all right, so this could buy me three houses in Texas with like an average of three bedrooms, two Mm -hmm. and a half bath, two car garage, things like that, where you're looking at a two bedroom, one bath that's like stuck on top of another person's house because you basically share like the same front yard. And then there's no parking. There's no parking. Parking is like really important.
1: The only bummer that uh, I find about Hawaii, and I don't I don't know if this is prevalent in other parts of our country, but the housing is just so close that yeah. I can hear my neighbors flush the toilet. I can hear their conversations <laughs> and you just try to be polite and quiet and not be the loud neighbor. But it's the wind carries everybody's. Voices well, and you got your everywhere. windows
0: open if you don't have air conditioning. But I would say like your house is like pretty big in that and your neighbor's houses are, are decent size. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, they're we're not imagining like a shanty on top of shanty, but still like yeah. being that big and still close. It's like it's a big deal. I mean, all, any little piece of land is is worth something. And so, yeah, that was, that Hawaii, was one of the things that I was looking for was some space. Yeah. And that just costs way more.
1: It does cost a lot more. And the better neighborhood you're in, um, these are multi-generational family homes right. now. Just because children can't necessarily go out and buy a property and mom and dad doesn't want to have to like make sure that they have to bail them out because Hawaii can, you know, if something goes wrong and you're struggling to just make your mortgage payment on top of your utilities, you lose your house. And it's very sad. So a lot of multi-generational homes, people have built these additions Onto their properties. In fact, they started, I think we just passed recently, the ability to um, get permits and for tiny homes on your property, which is a new thing. And um, I know that you're interested um, in possibly buying some land and building tiny homes or prefabs. And I'm super excited about that because there is such a boom of these architectural little gems that people have built and you just buy it and have it installed.
0: I mean I know like a lot of people can't fathom like living in a like a 399 square foot tiny home, but when I was looking at some of these, they're just made for efficiency and to be smart. And you know, my idea for looking at a tiny home to put on some land that I want to purchase is is that it's just easy, it's done already and it has everything you need. It has a fully functional kitchen. It's like a full kitchen. It has like a wraparound deck with a fireplace, mm-hmm. and there's there's two actual bedrooms. One is like a loft style, and then you know it's like a short ceiling, but you mm-hmm. can still get up there and go to you know go lay down and all that stuff. But um, and then they have a full bedroom that can actually accommodate a king size bed and two dressers, which is big. I would say that the closet is very small, but mm-hmm. you know you could always put a shed out there and make it your private closet. I mean, a, a little tiny shed is like. Like, nothing, you know, compared yeah. to buying, like, a whole full brick-and-mortar store type of uh, home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just fun to think about, like, all these other ideas of, like, putting a prefab home down, mm-hmm. and it's done, and it's it can be custom. It can cost as much as a normal house, but, you know, there's other ways to live, and I, I think tiny homes in Hawaii is actually a smart way to go mm-hmm. because you can put a lot more people um, in a smaller kind of area, and then they work. I mean, they're just they're reasonably priced. It's like a, buying a car. I would say
1: it's that's definitely what the an p- investment. Prices look like, mm-hmm. and the thing about um, property and real estate, it may fluctuate with the market, but overall, it's most likely going to gain in value, especially if you're investing in a good neighborhood that's going to continue to grow. Um, I always feel that real estate is a solid investment.
0: Yeah. And out here, um, you know, in Texas, a lot of the land that is available for purchase
1: mm-hmm. is
0: only like 30 minutes from like, like major stores and such. And what I am starting to find is that the communities are starting to spread towards those pieces of land. So as, Time goes on, you know, the cost of that land will go up because people are going to want to build houses and communities. And right now, like Mm -hmm. the whole kind of urban planning that people are doing for the city of Katy and Cyprus is that they're building these huge communities with like center, like kind of like agoras, you know, like where people can meet up. So they are community centers, city centers, and they have like all the drugs, like a drugstore. They have a Walmart. They have a grocery store hub. And it's just like a hub. So Mm -hmm. it's community hub, community hub. And it looks, it's really interesting how it's starting to develop more. I, I've pretty much, have lived here all my life in, in when I'm like, you know, even though I lived in other places, like my family has always stayed here and watching it go from cattle country to like full on urban city with like Mm -hmm. millions of strip malls, it just amazes me like how quickly it developed um, over 20 years. 20 to 30 years actually let's just put it that way um yeah it's just interesting how like different parts of the country also are are developing differently with a different mindset um Mm -hmm. a lot of the homes here are very cookie cutter now uh and they're they're not well made yeah a lot of the homes are not well made because they're just trying to mass produce to get people out here Yeah, And I would say like, you know, the newer homes, like people knock down older homes in Hawaii and then they rebuild. I think it's a little bit smarter how they're doing it, you know.
1: Well, it's just you have to put a lot, yeah, a lot of thought into what you're going to build. There are prefab homes that some builders do use, um, but most of them are custom. They're custom homes because people have different needs for their families. And if it's multi-generational and you have mom and dad who are aging and, but you don't want to have so much yard work. (laughs) You know, you build a larger house. It's more house to clean, but I really miss the neighborhood, how it used to be before everybody started building up and everybody had big trees. We had a big tree in our yard. We had a giant, um, ulu tree or breadfruit tree. And, um, it was like the place to be in the neighborhood, all the kids, my friends in the neighborhood, we would all spend, hours and hours every day and when the sun would get hot and we would be sitting under that tree just playing.
0: Yeah, it's kind of it's unfortunate, like as as land becomes more expensive, we have to like knock down the greenery Mm -hmm. to make way. Mm -hmm. Um in my neighborhood, my older neighborhood, they took out the median, like in the middle, beautiful trees, like oak trees, like huge ones. And they took them all away to make a bigger lane. And um I just was recently introduced to a video of, like, how they move trees. I don't know if they move these ones necessarily, but, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they redid a park and, and they put, they dug up the tree, like, mm-hmm. most of it. And, like, you know, they like cut the roots to yeah. a certain shape. And then they put on these log, on logs and they roll the tree to a new destination <laughs> and then replant them. So you don't have to lift the tree up and damage yeah. it. You're just, like, kind of raising it up on these little rolling logs and they roll uh-huh. all the trees along. And I thought that was really cool. Like, I wish more uh, developments would do that. It's like save the older trees that have like a l- lot of like life and longevity
1: mm-hmm. instead of planting mm-hmm. all
0: these like little saplings. And I'm like, dude, this is gonna take forever for these to get as big. I know,
1: I know, especially really great trees. I was, um, I had purchased a home um, where I had a, a gorgeous mango tree. And Ooh. I really wanted to keep it. Oh my god, the neighbors love that tree. Um, unfortunately I when I moved in. From it. I know I, know, I was so excited. I was so excited, but it was the roots, it was such an old big tree. The roots were damaging the foundations of the house. Oh. And there was a swimming pool on the property. And if it the roots were that far under the house, I'm and they were cracking the the foundations of it, I just knew that it mm-hmm. was heading towards the swimming pool. It could. It knew there was water there. It knew. <laughs> it knew. Um, and then I was. And then you worry about because these trees can get so big. What is the liability to your neighboring properties if the roots of your tree go under the walls of maybe your neighbor's house and under their? Are there no things. protections
0: for like certain trees there in Hawaii or like? I never even thought about liability of roots going into somebody else's yard and like messing up their driveway or whatnot
1: yeah um yeah so definitely you're you gotta check your homeowner's insurance policies but it's something that i worry about and this is actually one thing that um when it's really windy like we have high winds here trees Mm -hmm. are like the scariest thing because when they blow limbs can break off they fly they can fly i've seen so much video footage on the news where people have had branches come through their house, crash their roofs. They take down power lines. Um, That happens like a
0: lot of places. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like trees
0: trees split a home in half or whatnot. Yeah. yeah,
1: They're incredibly beautiful. They are. And I love, love, love trees. I'm a gardener. I love plants. Um, So when you have to take down a tree, it's really, it's really heartbreaking almost. You're just like, I'm so sorry.
0: I'm curious, like, you know, People who have a lot of plants in their home,
1: mm-hmm. like,
0: what's that all about? Like inside <laughs> the home, and not necessarily having a garden. Like they just have a ton of plants.
1: Well, you like to have plants inside because they help the oxygen to be better, better quality okay. oxygen in your so you're breathing better oxygen. They clean more your natural
0: air. air filter. Yep.
1: Yeah, and they're air just purified. lovely. They're beautiful.
0: You ever think plants like just they they kind of just grow attached to their owners, like, and that's why when you give a plant away, it dies.
1: Oh, that is touching. That's a nice thought. I know.
0: Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I am brushing my shoulder off right now. <laughs> that is totally in my zen. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm excited, though. I know that you're about to embark on this first um, real estate purchase, and I, I couldn't be more more um, thrilled for you. Investing in yeah. land.
0: Trying to send out positive vibes to get like everything going because it can go. It can happen all really quickly. Like you know, once you pick the land, you get the loan, and da da, you're a landowner, mm-hmm. and it's like, whoa, whoa, what just happened? So, <laughs> um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it'll it'll be good, and I'll be able to announce it on my and my ties at sunset. Man, I can't say that. I hope to have good news <laughs> to share with my ties at sunset, and I think you know a lot of uh, people out there are always wanting to send us good vibes so that's nice to share good news yes yeah yes my family is excited yeah yeah that'll be good We'll we'll have to have another drink when when all that comes together (laughs) oh definitely but yeah i think it's um i think it's good to bring up you know a lot of people don't understand you know hawaii how it works the real estate why is it so expensive i mean it's just like the bay area i mean land is Mm -hmm. land you know
1: land is land Um, and The more limited it is, of course, the more expensive it's going to be. And then you also want to think about things like how far it is that you need to commute. Um, Yeah. uh, You want to think about your lifestyle. And, yeah, it might cost more. So I'm going to just use Oahu as an example. So a lot of people do work in Honolulu. A lot of um, students do go to University of Hawaii in Manoa. Um, there is a campus out on the west side but if you know that your lifestyle is going to take you to these areas often yeah, it might it's definitely worth the investment for your own sanity <laughs> to invest in property or rent a property um, in the neighborhood that you're going to be in in fact i always recommend that you should rent first before you buy in the area that you're considering to see if the neighborhood works the lifestyle is going to work out for you and it's going to be convenient. Get your feet wet. Yeah, yeah get your feet wet. Especially if totally. you're moving from a completely different state. Yeah, just know what that reality is like. Now, right now, because of the pandemic, I actually want to say since Hawaii shut down in March of 2020, um, a lot of people just stayed home. So all that traffic that used to clog up the H1 freeway in the mornings and the afternoon for several hours was gone. Absolutely gone. Because nobody was going to school, nobody was going to work. Everybody was trying to figure out remote working. And if you can work remotely, and have like a gorgeous view in Hawaii, most if you're going to be affordable, though, you're mostly going to be staring at the view of your neighbors <laughs> just because of how close we are. But if you can afford it, and you can live close to that ocean, or preferably up on a mountain where you can you can get some height and and see some views. Um, it' been really nice lifestyle. The temperature yeah. never gets too hot. It never gets too cold. I mean, I have to say, this has been the coldest few days, um, of the year so far. It's dropped down to fifty-seven degrees last night. That was like two comforters for me, and I'm wearing <laughs> a lot of <laughs> long sleeves. It's long really fans, cold across socks. the country right now.
0: <laughs> It's super cold. I mean, overnight, it went from uh, 80 degrees to 40 degrees for That's us. That's
1: horrible. I can't. And then, I, can't like, uh... I
0: know up north, it's like zero, negative 15, negative 11.
1: I was just thinking mm-hmm. about
0: that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, my lungs are going to freeze. Mm-hmm. Like, how do these people survive a negative 15? Like, can you imagine what that even feels like?
1: I don't know. But some people like the cold. Like, um, my family members, they love when crispy, we travel. Though. They love when we travel and it's cold. And I'm like. I can Man. visit it, but I can't. I can't live there full time. I would rather have high humidity and be too close to the sun and be hot because Big I can ha- always go. Big
0: hair don't care. That's what Mai says. Big hair don't yeah. care.
1: <laughs> but I can at least run to the ocean.
0: You can run into the ocean. When's the last time you ran to the ocean, though?
1: Um, Sometime before March when everything shut down. You need down. a dip.
0: When it gets warmer, you need to go take us and go for a dip in the ocean be like, but ah, we're here. Don't
1: drop no, my phone. I well, right now it's too cold. But surprisingly, even though it's cold, the water around Hawaii is still pretty warm. Yeah. I mean it's not cold, it cold water. It's a
0: lot warmer than most places. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like West Coast, the water is so cold, but i was still get my butt in there. are like, <laughs> are you cold? And I'm like, yeah, I'm freezing. Can't feel myself, but I can get in the water.
1: I got as as far as my ankles on the west coast in California.
0: Yeah, I was near Venice,
1: Venice Beach. It is. They promised me it was going to be warm, and I was like, "No, it's not. No,
0: (laughs) no, it's not warm." (laughs) Well, I think this is all really interesting, and I'm sure it would be great if you know, like, people could put comments or or ask questions because you you do know quite a few people, um, and we could probably figure it out. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um I just want to mention that not only are our podcasts on the major podcasting places, um, but also on YouTube.
0: Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Our YouTube is doing quite well, you know. For I baby, like baby our star. YouTube.
1: Yes, baby star. Yeah. I mean, it takes a while, baby but star. I I actually would rather look at our beautiful um album art. I I feel like a rock star when I look at that piece of art. I don't know why. (laughs) I love the graphics. It looks like an album, a record. Um, I never actually talked about what it was. So the thing that's on fire (laughs) is a katamatsu. And um, traditionally, this is actually the time of year that you would set it on fire. So you buy one at the beginning of the new year, actually before the new year. So... Sometime after Christmas, you buy one and you place it at your front door. And you're actually supposed to have two of them, one on each side of your door. And um, being Asian, this is a tradition that uh, my mother has passed down to us. um, But they welcome your family spirits and ancestors to come and say hi and party with you through the new year. And then you're supposed to set it on fire to release their their spirits because the katamatsu is just like a small home for them to reside in while they're visiting
0: you know what I never knew that story and that's so cute and and conveniently it is Chinese New Year next week so we'll it have is. to do a Chinese New Year podcast
1: yeah so uh, I know we
0: both
1: celebrate that, we both celebrate that. and the katamatsu that I have I mean traditionally you're supposed to burn it like a few like around the first but I always wait mm-hmm. till Chinese New Year and I wait till then, and I I burn it because I feel like, you know, my family they're gonna stick around till Chinese New Year too. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. technically, technically it's Chinese New Year. <laughs> it really, is the real New Year, and it is the year of the ox. Everyone. So, last year not so great. This year, year of the ox. Hopefully, um, its stubbornness does not, uh, keep COVID around anymore.
1: Yeah. So the katamatsu was kind of symbolic when I we chose that. Um. Photograph because 2020 was so difficult that I literally mm-hmm. just wanted to set it on fire.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Are you going to record setting it on fire and put it up for everybody?
1: Um, maybe.
0: Yeah, it, I it would be it would be something for uh, listeners to see because they're hearing the story, and it would be really great to share. Okay. We would welcome you sharing that, Mai.
1: that's okay. Wonderful. Look for it on well, YouTube or Patreon. Yeah
0: youtube and patreon all right so well thanks for joining us on this on this great aloha friday aloha (laughs) friday i don't know (laughs) i woke up this morning and i texted a bunch of people and i was like happy friday it is pow you Mm -hmm. know we're gonna get to that the
1: moment i'm excited for this weekend
0: aloha aloha well (laughs) mahalo for everyone for listening um check us out at my ties at sunset.com facebook twitter instagram youtube and anywhere else you find your favorite podcasts and mahalo special mahalo to my for sharing her insights into hawaii real estate
1: oh thank you and congratulations
0: tune in next time for our chinese (laughs) new year episode
1: so excited i'm ready for a brand new year ready to celebrate for sure bring it bring it on all right until we meet again ho.